Ladies and gentlemen, the word is true. Definition in accordance with fact or reality. Reality, the world or state of things as they actually exist, as opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of them. The only way for the world to know your truth is to speak. And since you're not ready, guess I'm up first. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, new people, welcome. And old heads, welcome back. And to everyone, um, thanks for listening. Um, sorry it's been a minute since I posted one of these. Um, well, probably like the rest of the world. Corona, well, Auntie Rona kind of messed up everybody's plans for all of life. I, I finally got some got some privacy and I'm, I'm here with y'all. Good to, good, to, good to see y'all again. For those of you who are um, new, this is Will's Truth. This is where, you know, I try to tell my truth as honestly and as authentically as possible. You know, as authentic as a human being can be. This is actually episode three of an ongoing series I have called Some of My Favorite Things. Where, um, well actually, episode the previous episode I talked about... Um, one of my favorite albums of all time, which is Surf by Donnie Trump and the Social Experiment. I would highly encourage you to go check that out um, after you check this out. But um, yeah, so this a little bit about this series. Um, for those of you who are new, um, I started this series so I could essentially talk about some of the most influential, you know, songs, artists, albums, TV shows, and movies that kind of helped me shape me into who I am today. I've been mostly been doing music right now, but I'm getting ready to get into some of the other genres. I won't I won't spoil it here, you know, you'll, you'll be getting that real soon now that I'm finally got a little bit more foundational, um, you know, kind of the wave of Corona is kind of, it's not gone, but I've, I'm, I'm, I'm in the boat now and I'm, now I'm like, I got to drive it, you know, I got all this free time, let's, let's get to grinding, so we finna, you, you finna get more content now that I got more time, they cut my hours at work, <laughs> you know, you, you know, more, more time with you guys, you guys are lucky, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just messing around, but um, seriously, for those of you who are new, if you like what you hear, whatever platform you listen on, whether you're listening on YouTube or um, any wherever you get your podcasts, all I need you to really do is um, hit the hit the subscribe button or the notification button, the like button, the follow button, whatever button you see to keep you all uh, keep you keep you informed on what's going on. Hit it and. Um, that's all I really need from you at this point. You can you can um, support my podcast, but I'll I'll send a I'll, I'll put that I'll put that link somewhere. You'll you'll see it you'll see it. But um, but yeah, for now you know just follow like oh and also share this on your social medias and don't be afraid to follow me. I'm uh, Will's Truth Seven on all social media platforms. That's W I L L S T R U T H, the number seven on all social media platforms. That's Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, check check me out, and uh, I think that's all the formalities. So um, we'll pretty much just get into the the meat of it. So um, the, the, uh, you're probably curious what the podcast is gonna be about today. So um, I had this picked out a while back, but once again, you know, Auntie Rona kind of messed up my plans. So we're getting we're getting back into the groove. I'm getting going down my list of my favorite albums of all time, and now we're at. Um, this is probably the newest one I've talked about. I'd say no. This is this song, album's a year old. But let me stop messing around. We uh, the album we're gonna be talking about today is Igor by um, Tyler the Creator. And uh, a little bit about him. Um, this this and this album it released um, May seventeenth, two thousand nineteen. And 
it did very well. Um, number one, something. One of the number ones. He, he uh, opening one of number one. He was one of the number ones. I'm not doing good research, but uh, <laughs> and it did it did very well critically, and um, it it did very well critically, and uh, the reviews people really liked it. Everybody except for DJ Khaled because he topped his album, and uh, that's that's all the that's all the information I really brought to the table. Um, but Tyler himself, um, he has said that like this is this is the most confident he's ever been about an album like he's just he, he knew he had something good going on which um and a little bit about you know a little context he said like this is the first album where he didn't really worry about like what was cool what was popular what he thought people liked he just did him and it, it kind of it kind of speaks for itself you know i I've, I've noticed that with music a lot i, lo- I love when like because you know I, I was gonna be great when like an artist says you know i stopped worrying about what everybody thought and i just made what i whenever they say effort they all it's always their dopest album or every time every time they do that they say i just stopped caring what other people thought that's when you know an artist is about to go stupid and that's exactly what tyler did and well i guess um and yeah, also, um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, what I kind of do here is I start with a little introduction, then we kind of get into the meat of it. I talk about a couple of the songs where I listen to them, and then, um, well, I'm, I'm not good at this. Everybody's supposed to listen to it. Uh, I, 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 just to reiterate, this is a listen-along series where you... Um, or, or either you can either listen to the songs the same time as I do. I'll let you know what song I'm great to listen to, and then um, you can um, give your then you can uh, uh, so that you can follow along. And then um, after that, uh, well, option B is you can you you can either listen to all um beforehand or you can listen the same time as I do. I can't put the audio in the podcast because you know uh, they're gonna take my money if I do that, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that and then and then I'll just and then I finish with some some reflection on my thoughts and my experience with the album towards the end. So that's pretty much. So now we're at the part where we um, listen to the album. So I'm not gonna listen to the entire album just so we won't be here for three hours. I picked out some of, not really my favorites, but the ones that are best for really like talking about. So um, up first, we're actually gonna talk about. Um, it's uh, one song. Well, uh, the first song we're gonna talk about is the one off the off the rip, which is um, Igor's theme. So I'm gonna go ahead and give that a quick listen. Okay, um, just some quick context. Um, I remember when, uh, well, before the album came out, he re- he released. From what I remember, it was trending at the time on YouTube. But he had released Igor's theme like before the album came out. And when I first saw it, um, well, first I wasn't the biggest Tyler Creator fan before this album came out. But I saw it and I was like, well, I, I really love to see you again. But that was my only experience with him at that. Well, I'll get into it a little bit later. But yeah, so I heard it and then I heard the, the and, I, and I immediately shut it off. I thought it was one of those things where like artists release a sound. Do you think it's their new album or their new song, but they're just like promoting merch or something? So I, I shut it off. And, it, and then I, I, I saw it. And I was like, this thing keeps going up in the trending. So let me give it one more go. And then um, I still didn't really like it until very recently. But now I really like Igor's thing because it's a, it's a very good and it's it's pretty much letting you know 
your boy about to go off. Essentially, that's what he's saying. I really love like this is how you know he about to go stupid. You can when a great album's about to go stupid, they tell you in the intro. Not literally, but he literally told you. He said, "Riding around town, they gonna feel this one. Riding around town, they they they, they gonna feel this one." Look, look, hey, hey, you talking to your boy? You hit him? You like? You like? Hey, man, they gonna feel this one. Like he he knew. He 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 knew. He knew the was about to go stupid. But um, I was listening to an interview he did about the album, and I thought it was really interesting. And something I really relate with, he says he, t- he tends to, like, not um, focus completely on the lyrics, and he'll get lost in, like, the music of the song sometimes that he'll forget to, like, listen to the song. And, like, it's like, oh, I didn't even pay attention to the lyrics, which is something I do all I, I, I really relate to because I do that all the time. It'll be, like, a super upbeat song, and I'll just listen. I'm like, this is such a sad song but the lyrics are happy like it's kind of like contradictory like or like the music will be like melancholy but like they'll be like talking about some real depressed stuff and i won't even lo- notice for like 10 20 listens i'll be like wait this is sad because <laughs> i get so caught up in the like like he always says the chords and the bass lines and the drums and the kicks you know what i'm saying that's something i do all the time so i thought that was interesting when he said that um so but he, he also said, you know, it's not like he ignores it or like he doesn't ever notice it. But it's just something that he, he tends to do. And and he's also he's also really obsessed with chords. Like that man loves some chords. I love chords too. I understand. Chords are fantastic. And I didn't realize I didn't realize how good on the keys he was. Like in this interview I heard he said he was like, um, they were talking about they were talking about um a different song and they was He's and then the dude interview he was like, you just play. He's talking about the chord progressions and stuff, and he was like, you just played on the keys, and that boy just walked over to the keys and just threw it down. I was like, what did he get so? He making Tyler make me want to hop on the keys, man. I want to get good on the keys, man, man, man. <laughs> uh, let's let's continue with this listen. Oh, that's my favorite. That's probably my top, uh, like top three favorite things he did on this album was um, when it like it gets slow and then he goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that joke goes stupid, man. It's just so you can feel he's trying to make a. St- I love it when like you can feel when like an artist he he making a statement like you don't you're not even ready for what this album's about to do. Like I love that. And another thing I really love about Tyler the Creator is he says it all the time. He like he's very meticulous. He's very serious. He's very detailed. But like he ain't trying to be that deep with his stuff you know he, he, that's that's a big thing in music people always analyze stuff word by word letter by letter chord by chord phrase by phrase thinking there's some deep you know i hate that illuminati stuff like stuff is bigger than it is they trying to say something about something and tyler Crane's like ain't that serious i just like something and i worked harder and i made it like um the wig the wig that he wears igor if you don't know i don't know how you wouldn't know but he wears a, a blonde wig whenever he performs and the, the dude interview this dude interview him was like what's what's up with the wig and he was like i don't know it just look cool and i was like i, I was like i i best with that like because i'm so sick of like us always thinking these people they're just humans people are just humans maybe sometimes we just do stuff because it feels good and it, it's cool and a lot of times that's really like a lot of the stuff that people think really is deep really comes from like very simple sources and the law of coincidence really do be working in people's favor sometimes. Like they'll be like, "Man, is that is that um an allusion to the Egyptian pyramids and the power of ancient civilizations and blah blah blah?" And then I can you can tell in a person's face when they're like, "Yeah, it is." 
and you know it's just like a whole bunch of coincidence but um yeah so I, I, I didn't really talk much of, did I talk much about that song Igor's theme is the song we're on um I think that's I pretty much said all that needs to be said about it man Tyler the Creator goes I'm still on Igor's theme by the way guys but um <laughs> this brother goes stupid on the keys bro this dude goes stupid on the keys he just going he just going in um uh, re- recently he, he came out with a video of him just like um I don't know where he is but he's like in the middle of I don't know somewhere cold and he just got a, a hat on he just behind to the key that boy he hop on the keys he be going stupid bro he be going stupid on the keys I know I already said that but like he goes so stupid on the keys it's ridiculous especially the ending part of Igor's theme like and then like he said I got got my eyes open that boy woke, man. He ready to go. The get, the get, uh, he collects cars, so I'm gonna use a car analogy. Like the car full of gas, he ready to roll, boy. Man, this dude is stupid. You know, another thing I really love about Tyler the Creator is you can never really have him figured out. You never really know for sure what he's gonna do next. Like he just, he just, he's just too unpredictable, and that's what I really like about him. You know. You can't really peg what he's what he's gonna do, and it's he has such a he's has such an abstract lifestyle. Like he just does whatever he feels like, which is something I really respect. Like he likes something, he does it. He don't like something, he don't do it. It's really it really ain't that deep with Tyler the Creator. Like if I'm being honest, it's deep because he puts a lot of work into it. But it really it ain't it ain't it ain't that deep. I feel like it really ain't that deep. And I'm not even saying that's a great thing. Sometimes it don't need to be that deep. Sometimes stuff is just good. But, like, he's... Man, on the synth, he just goes so stupid on this album, bro. It be it just be licks. Like, he'll just have licks. Like, all the music cut out, he just got... He just, he just be having licks that just go stupid, like some 80s or 70s stuff. He's on that Childish Gambino stuff, like that old school, like just vibing. Got the, got the, got the brass in the room. You just vibing and get kicking it man oh man this dude goes to it went on a song one i'm already hyped up okay but that that's pretty much igor's theme igor's theme is a great it's a it's a great intro to the album really sets the tone like no joke that's probably really preachy but whatever um so let's get into the um the next song which is probably which is the most iconic song on the album um you probably know it's earthquake with an f earthquake so let's let's get into it Okay, um, first thing, Earthquake is an amazing song. I don't know what it is, but, like, you can feel the love, you can feel the quality. Like, it's an amazing song. I love Charlie Wilson's little licks he have in here just in the background. I I love when Charlie Wilson and Tyler the Creator get together because they do some good stuff. Anytime they get together, it's going to be stupid. And then, um, Playboy Cardi, I think this... This is his greatest lick he he'll probably ever do. You can't top. It's so it's not, that's not even like saying a bad thing. Like if I, if that was my best lick, I'd be like, okay, I can retire with the title. Like he just he just steals he steals the whole song. And I think that's one of my favorite things that I really respect about Tyler Crater. He says this a lot, but he really like he wishes that he had like a, a more singy voice instead of like the deep baritone because that's what he likes to write for is those kind of high singing kind of sing songs singy songs and so it to counteract that he kind of 
he kind of treats himself and like the other people who feature on his work he treats them all individually as like almost like paints on a canvas you know like each one is just one paint each one goes in a specific spot you know instead of like you being you know let's just say every the average artist the the background the white background is the artist and then the the um the features and stuff are paint that you put on it but like the main canvas is the the main artist i feel like tyler creator is more like he put himself in the in the little paint jar with the rest of the paints and he's just like wherever he needs to be he put himself there but if somebody else needs to be somewhere else he's gonna put them there even if it kind of takes the shine away from himself which is one thing because uh, i guess i'm trying to say he he's more worried about the project than it being his project like his song he's more worried about the song being great than him being the, the it being his great song if i'm making any sense i feel and that's the one thing i really respect about him because he does he does that a lot like it'll be it'll be songs like where like he don't come in till like later in the song like he'll be at the end of the song you barely have anything in there but it's just like he he knew deep down that was what was best for the the song and uh, to bring it back to playboy cardi that man went stupid bro i don't even know i don't even know <laughs> that, that man was I know it doesn't make any sense but it just feels it feels right if, if, if it just feels right and I feel like that's the most important thing in music it don't matter the scientific whatever whatever I said scientific the musical you know um mixolydian whatever <laughs> Ionian <laughs> your scales and whatnot is if as long as it feels good it's good in music you know because they tried to do that to us back in the day uh, with jazz and even rap, you know. It felt good, so we did it. And it was like, I don't like it. It's not real music. Well, forget it. Who cares what you think? That's exactly what Tyler said. F it. And a little context. He said the reason he named it Earthquake because an actual earthquake was going on. And then when he says, don't leave, it's my fault. It's like fault lines. <laughs> like Earthquakes. I was like, oh, that's so, that's so cheesy. I love it. Like... <laughs> And well, another thing I really like about this album is like, you can really feel the pain in his voice. Like when he says, don't, he says, don't leave a lot in this album. That's how you know, like there's some heartbreak going on in this album. For a little context, I think apparently like it's about him liking a dude, but a dude wants to get back with his girl, but like doesn't want to be with him anymore. So I think that's the whole, the whole discography top to bottom is kind of like going through the stages of heartbreak and falling in love and then moving on. You know, I think that's the main arc so to speak but yeah that um it kind of took me a minute to catch it at first but yeah he's really telling like a a, a it's, it's really like you know the stages of grief i feel like this is like the stages of love and losing love if that makes any sense but um yeah back to earthquake earthquake it just and then he's, he said like this is one part like after like uh i think that's what he was this is what he was talking about but there's a part after playboy cardi he used he uses a chorical regression that just goes stupid after top, after um, Playboy Cardi goes in and like and then like the dude interviewing was like you you only use this um it's so it's so interesting that you know most times some if like a if something's like really fantastic you know they'll put it like when they come back to the, like the the main theme they'll like put it put it in a couple times of the song but he only put this chord progression in there once and that just goes stupid it goes stupid. Like it's just fan, it's just fantastic. Like go listen, listen right now. Pause it, or well, uh, after I tell you the instructions. Pause it. Listen to the Playboy Cardi part, and then listen to the chords after the Playboy Cardi part. 
I bet, bro, that y'all go stupid, bro. Like, it's just a dope song. Man. It's so catchy. It's exactly why everybody loves Redbone. It's got that old nostalgic, but new. It's bringing something new to the table, but paying homage to the old heads. Like, Tyler Crater, he's got some weird tastes. I'm saying that in the most respectful and envious way possible. Like, he's into some different stuff. Like, it's weird abstract stuff from the 70s and 80s and stuff. I looked up a couple of samples, and I was like, what are these songs? And, like, nobody else would have heard that and said, I need that in my album. But he did. Like, he's just, he's got one in mind. But I think that's an, I think that's enough on Earthquake. Let's get into the next song that I wanted to talk about. Uh, but first, I want to finish listening to it, no cap. <laughs> so give me a second. If it's my fault. Okay. And one more thing before we get off Earthquake. I really love the ending when it's just like him just like, just saying, don't leave, it's my fault. Like, you really feel that, <laughs> like, don't, like, he's really, like, saying, don't leave, is my, now, on that part, he's just saying it, don't leave, is my fault. You got Charlie Wilson in the background doing his ooh-ooh-ooh-ooh-ooh, and then, ooh, ooh-ooh-ooh, man, you can, you can feel the passion and the energy in this young boy, like, that man, somebody broke Tyler's heart, man, so whoever this dude was, how dare you, I don't know what he did, maybe he didn't do anything, I don't know, but you, you heard that man, that man hurt for forever. That man, you broke that man for real. But okay, uh, that's enough on that song. So now, um, let's get into the next song, which is um, I Think. Once again, follow along, listen along, pull up albums. Igor, if you're just tuning in, I don't know why you would be. But um, Igor, we're on the song I Think. So give it a listen right now, if you haven't already. And um, we're going to talk about it once I get done. So wait. Okay, first of all, this song, I think, first of all, I've been listening to this, this album for years straight, like nonstop. And each time I hear it, I just fall in love with the album all over again. Like, I listen to this for another week straight. I think I'm going to listen to this for another week straight because this song just goes stupid, man. Like, the song, I think, like, this song literally teleports you to, like, the, it's 1975 and, like, you in the club. And then, like, you just, like, meet your grandpa or whatever, and y'all just party in the club. Like, like this jump, this jump feels like, it, it, this song feels like it's in the wrong era, bro. And I love that. That jump, that jump is cool. Like, I'm not very good at, like, breaking down lyrics and whatnot. So I won't try to go too deep, because I'm not good at being deep with lyrics. But, you know, I think at this point, he, I, I guess he's saying he met the person that's getting ready to break up with him later in the album, <laughs> and I think that's what this song is about. Like he's like, oh, I think I'm falling in love because they just met or something. Um, and he, he's going to be very addicted to this person. Like, I'm. He said, I'm your puppet. You're you you're Jim Henson. For those of you who don't know, he's a puppeteer. He did uh, Kermit and whatnot. But I. <laughs> This dude, this dude hooked hard, boy. Like, no wonder, he, no wonder he wrote an album about this dude. This dude was hooked in hard, boy. He was, he was hooked in. He was, he was falling in love for real, for real. I just love, and then, hold on, let me listen to the bridge. He about to, oh, this jack goes stupid. Ooh, he said, man, he took it to the bridge. He went to the, the bridge, and this song goes stupid. I've said stupid a hundred times. I don't know any better words for it, like. It's just ridiculous. Like the bridge is ridiculous. 
because he said he said in the interview he like tried a whole bunch of st- stuff he put Solange in the bridge but then he decided to like instead of overcomplicating it he made it simple and he just, he just cut it yeah listen to the bridge right now if you listen on listen to the bridge that jump goes stupid bro he said take him to the oh that jump and it's just like him in the simp and in the and in this lick I love this lick boy it's my he said it, it goes I'm gonna sing it for you okay you ready okay it goes woo and encapsulate it all. I may or may not keep that in, but it just goes stupid. It's like, and then the bass goes, and then oh man, and then he just brings it back in. He get us. He, he cuts the. He cuts the. He's a silence. I think I'm falling in love. That just goes open, bro. This man went crazy, bro. It's just he he making moves. We playing checkers. He playing chess. No cap, man. Like, this dude is going crazy on this jump. Okay, let me keep listening. Oh, my God. The ending. Ugh. We're only two songs in. And this album's just going stupid. Like, it's ridiculous. It's not even It's not even funny, like, how great this album is. This jump, like, I'm, it's on the list. It's on the list. Like, when, when like... My son turned like 12 or 13. I mean, he's gonna hear this joke before that. But like, it's gonna be one of them albums. I'm like, just sit down, it's time to listen. I'm gonna throw that, throw that. I got a list. I made a list for this podcast, but yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, this y'all, it's so good, man. It's fantastic. This is really, like, especially like doing research for this album and hearing Tyler, Tyler the Creator's creative process. Like, I really just wanna learn how to play the keys now. Cause it's, he makes that job look fun, boy. Like he just be doing whatever. I I know that sounds bad, but it's not. Like he just and his creativity. He, he you never know what he's gonna do. It's so creative. It's unbelievably creative. But yeah, I think I think is that was my first. Obviously, Earthquake was my favorite because it was everybody's favorite. But then my next favorite was I think when I first listened to this. I don't even know what's my favorite now because I. Okay, and then you know the next the next thing is just like a snippet. You know, it says exactly what you run from. That's what you end up chasing. Which in love, that's usually that's that's very that's that's very true. And yeah, that, that's just that's just true. That's just too true. But after after the little thing, we um next song we gonna get into is um which which song should I do? Uh, Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do uh we're gonna do running out of time. Okay, running out of time. That's the next song we're doing. You ready? You set? Get ready, get set, 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 get ready, get set. Here we go. Running out of time. It's not as unbelievably impressive, but I still love it all the same. It's probably mostly because of nostalgia. But um oh yeah, before I get into running out of time. Uh, one thing I almost forgot, he said, um, Tyler Crater said in, um, when he was making I Think that he really just started with the chords and the song just kind of just like built itself around that. Which I thought it was interesting. That's all I had to say. But anyway, running out of time. Yeah, so probably because um, I just love some parts in this song, like you can really feel, I mean, I, saw, I know I said this earlier, but it's really hammered home in this song. You can really feel when there's just you can feel when it's really just about pain and emotion like 
when he's saying run out of time, he just something about something about re- repeating words really makes it, it, it have an impact on you. Like running out of time to make you love me. It's a simple set of words, but the way he portrays it, it just has so much emotion in it. And then like, and then another part where um, I'm not gonna say it right, but when you hear it in context, it's not, it, it hits me like a wave, literally. Uh, like he said, I found, he's like, I found peace in drowning. And then the, in the, the synth, like, this one just has a lot of pain in it. <laughs> Which you know, it's good. It's good vibing music. Like this song, this is good. This is good uh, vibing song for vibes. It's not really for the party. It's for it's for this. This song's for your headphones. And it, this is the run, the repetition. Talk, how many? How many times did he say run out of time? He said that time so many times. It really sees into your soul after a while. Like you can feel that job. Like when you feel like the doors are closing in the relationship, like you can see it happening. But there's really like nothing you can really do like you really you really fit you running out of time you're running out of time but um anyway let's there's not much to say on that song um so we're just gonna keep moving aboard love it but i don't have like i'm gonna skip a couple songs in here not because i don't like them but like once like i said earlier some of these i just don't really have good talking points for um so we're gonna skip new magic wand I advise you still listen to the entire album. Um, if you want me to start, if you want me to just do all the songs, um, just let me know. But, you know, for now, I'm not going to do every single song just for time's sakes. And, you know, I want to keep it entertaining. I don't want to get, I don't want me to get sleepy sitting here for, two, you know, when you sit down for like two hours, you know, your body's like, are we taking a nap or not? Like, you know, <laughs> if, 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 if you feel me on that, but um, we're going to keep it going. So we're going to skip New Mac just one, still give it a listen. And then, um, we don't do a boy is a gun. So here we go. Okay, um, something I haven't given enough credit to is the bass line. The bass lines in this album, fantastic. It's, um, I, don't, I, I don't know how much is a do, he brought doing to the studio, how much of it is sample, but still, the bass line in this, in this song specifically, a boy is a gun. Corbin running the bass going stupid. And then, um, you can finally, you can kind of feel like the the, the relationship for con, for for lyric, lyric breakdown uh, seems like the relationship's kind of uh, falling apart. Uh, I'm not sure what a uh, boy's a gun means. It's something probably about um, he probably explains it, but I ain't I ain't, I ain't pay attention if, I, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> maybe he's saying like he uses him like a gun or something, or you know he's just a tool to him or something. I don't, I don't know. But um, what was I gonna say about this song? I forgot. Hold up, hold up. You know what? If I'm being honest, I thought I had more things to say. Um, it's really everything. Everything I loved about the previous songs, I love about this song. The the singing is great. I don't know who who's singing here, but like the singing is fantastic. The beat is fantastic. The piano, the synth is fantastic. It just all sounds good. And I think I think it's because this song is starting to make that slow descent into sadness and madness that he's doing. You know, the beginning was like kind of like club music, and then now he's trying to like really getting into it. Like things are getting out of hand. Is is that the ship, the Titanic? That t- Titanic was doing great. We were sailing, had nice food and stuff, had a good time. We party, but now the now the iceberg is kind of ripped, 
and it's like it's sinking, but it ain't sinking, sinking yet. But it, it's sinking. Oh, it's sinking. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely more. Um, this is becoming my new word, intimate. <laughs> this is becoming my new podcast word. It's intimate. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't want to waste your time. I don't. I don't have anything else to say about boys a gun. Uh, let's see. What song should I do next? Okay, I know what song I want to do now. Okay. Okay, so the next song we're gonna do is um, we just did a boys a gun, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, so we're gonna do pop it. You ready? All right, pop it. So next song, uh, get in, click in, sit in, bid in. Here we go. I guess one thing I never really noticed about this is um, as the album goes on, the it it really does change in the. The, the style that he's going with is really changing and evolving because as they keep going deeper into it and as the relationship is, is falling more toxic and starts falling apart, you know, Puppet, you know, he's kind of talking about how, like, you know, they have all the control, you do whatever they say, and uh, and the, 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 the sounds he's using are a lot more darker, less upbeat and, you know, fun, I guess because that's how relationships go. Everything's all fun at first and then it, it, shit hits the fan, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I find that really interesting. And then in another interview he did, he was talking about how um, how a, a lot of people took when he was talking about like being obsessed and talking about whatever you say. I don't know if this is my free will, or yours. Like uh, people thought that was an analogy for drugs. And he was like, oh yeah, it is. It's very close. <laughs> That's another one of those things where like you just you know just life uh, life forge fortune favors the prepared that's the phrase is that the phrase i don't know let me know if it isn't um these are my notes from surf these aren't even the right notes <laughs> but i find that very interesting and I, I like this song this song is a little bit more complicated too like it's not as he's got he's got a lot of moving parts in this song and it's definitely got a more darker serious tone which i actually really like and he's starting to he's also starting to rap a lot more also and um another thing i thought that was really interesting that he had said in a previous interview was um he he, there was some parts that he had from like the wolf days and like other previous albums that like like beats and stuff that just weren't right for what he was making that he decided to put on this album and when he was asked why he said um as an analogy he said i love cinnamon um but you can't put it on your spaghetti. And I was like, all right. And they, they couldn't have been better than myself. And that's one thing I really like about Tyler, the creator, is, like, he really, like, grows as he goes on. But I'll get into that after the after we, after we the song breakdowns. But, um, let's see. Man, this song is dark. <laughs> I, never, I never noticed it until I, like, really gave it a solid listen. But especially... Now I've I've looked at the album cover. Look at the album cover real quick. This, if this album cover don't describe puppet, I don't know, I don't know what does. Like just, <laughs> this boy is hurt, man. Oh my god. He had this ambulance sound going at the end of puppet. Like this dude got messed up, boy. Oh my god. But puppet's cool. I love puppet. I love this whole album. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Um. Let's see. Um, let's listen to. Um, we got two more songs left. We're skipping what's good, and then we're going straight into Gone Gone slash Thank You. So let's give that a listen. Here we go. These are the breaks. 
Okay, so I just listened to the gone, gone half. Um, yeah, back into the, the overarching story of the Igor's uh, music universe. Um, the relationship is falling apart. <laughs> it's time, about time to dip. His, his love is gone. And yeah, definitely, this is another one of them songs where like, you can feel the emotion. Like, he, he like that love is gone, boy. That John, it ain't coming back. Sorry, brother. Hey, that love gone, man. He don't love you no more. I don't know if he's sad or the other person's sad, but you know, it's 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 starting to rip up. And the singing, I can't never tell because you know Tyler will pitch up his voice. I can't tell whether it's him singing or somebody else is singing or he's singing or if it's Kanye. I don't know who it is. It's, that's, that's, he ain't put no features on this John. I, be, I mean, he I mean he said who was on it, but he didn't say who was doing what exactly because he be pitching people up and down all the time. It's hard to tell who's on it now. <laughs> but I guess that's, that's part of that's part of the fun. Once again, like I said earlier, he treats everybody's voice, even himself, as just like a, a single paint in the grand canvas that is his music. But let's let's keep let's keep it listening. Let's keep it trucking. Here we go. Let's finish. Let's listen to the other half. Okay. Side note: I just realized he doesn't do a lot of rapping in this album. For for it to win rap album of the year, there's like little to no rapping at all. <laughs> and the Grammys are racist, man. I swear, it don't make no sense. How you gonna give this album? This album isn't. I don't even know what it is. What you call it? Pop? I guess it'd be pop. Cause all pop is pop isn't a style. Pop is just popular music. It depends on the era. Like, I feel like this should this should have won best pop album. Who won album of the year? Was it Billie Eilish? I don't know. I'm not gonna say she's bad because I haven't listened to any of your music, but I don't know. She's probably great. Tyler Crater really likes her. Um, I, I I I'm not a fan of the, the whisper singing, but hey, I'm just one person. She's got millions of fans, so I'm irrelevant. So whatever. She need to do her, but I'm <laughs> I got off subject. But the point is, I feel I feel like this was the best album to come out of 2019. It was fantastic. And to just, you know, it felt like they just gave it to him. They just gave him rap album of the year just to be like, oh, uh, we got to get, we can't let this great album get nothing. But we don't want to give it one of the, the great titles, you know? It's like, this this doesn't even go, it's not that it was even better than all the other rap songs. It just wasn't anything like the other songs. It's ridiculous. And what the heck is an urban contemporary album? What is that? What, that's not a, a genre. That's, that's Negro. That's what it is. As Tyler said, he said Negro. Urban. That's Negro. Uh, the other N-word. That's ne- that's Negro music. That's what that is. Beyonce won Best Urban Contemporary. How many of those does she want? She probably won a lot. Because they, they didn't want to put her in the in the album of the year categories and whatnot. Because they want to do my my girl dirty. Let my girl Beyonce win the, win the album she deserves. Y'all trying to give Urban Contemporary rap out. There ain't no rap album. That's not what Igor is. It's not even a rap album. And that's not even dogging rap albums. Because I'm rap, one of rap's biggest fans. But, you know, it is what it is. And it's not what it's not. And it's not a rap album. Tyler Crater is not a rapper on this album. He's rap stuff. But there's, there's singers. There's some people who are in other categories who have more features. Um, um, technically more time of rap in their albums than Tyler had in this entire album. And his is in the rap album category what does that say i think they said ed sheeran 
he had more rappers than Tyler the Creator and more rap time, time of rappers rapping, but his is like not and his is, I don't know. And I know the way I'm saying it makes it sound like rap is like a demotion, but it's not. It's just not the appropriate category. Rap is for people who are majority rapping in their album. If you're majority singing, you shouldn't be in the rap album. And don't throw him in the Urban Contemporary album. Whatever. What is a contemporary? Can somebody tell me what a Urban Contemporary is? What is that? Is that city? Um, I don't even know. I didn't Google it. Hey, Siri. What's the definition of contemporary? Forget it. Siri's useless. But you get my point. But I, I, I forgot. What was, I, what was I doing? I forgot what I was doing. Thank you. We're listening to the Thank You Half of I- Igor, okay? Off the bat, it sounds so mysterious. I love it. It sounds so um, ominous. It's got this these weird synth noise. It sounds like Tron Legacy. Have y'all seen that movie? That movie's fantastic. But that's what it sounds like. It sounds Daft Punk. That's what it sounds like. The second half, that's what it sounds like. And the second half has a really rock and roll kind of vibe with these guitars. But he changes up the flow so quick, it'll there'll be a rock. Uh, this this song, this album, I don't even know what you put it. I'm not even gonna put that on Grammy. He is so much of this album. I don't know what genre this should be in. I probably throw it in rap too. Now that I think about it for a minute, what you gonna do with this? But uh, I throw it in pop. Whatever, I throw it in pop. Yeah, it should win. It's interesting. I like it though. I like the thing. The things I complain about is I'm complaining because I like it. I know it doesn't make any sense, but who cares? You you tuned in, so listen. You know, I'm going to admit it. I'm I'm an adult. Um, some of the song I don't I don't have the right words. I'm not eloquent enough to describe why I love the this this part of the song. I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's different. I can't really describe it as concrete as something like earthquake or like I think I can't describe in exact words why I like it. And maybe that's why I like it. Maybe it just goes so far over my head, you know, that I can't. I don't know. It's just, it's just good. It's um. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know words to use. But uh, I think we've had enough. I've uh, <laughs> had enough. Why? That's how you know your boy tired. Um, but we gonna finish. We gonna finish this thing off. Um, with the last song, which is one of my favorites. Um. One of my favorite favorites. Top three. Top three. Well, well, I'll list my top three. But this is in there. And then um, this and the, it's the very last song of the album. We're going to skip because I, I don't love you anymore. And we're going straight into Are We Still Friends? So are you ready? Here we go. Tune in. Yeah, Are We Still Friends is another one of those songs that just teleports you, man. And it's really, a, it's it's a great ending. It's, this album's got a great start and a great ending. Because there's no other way to, there's no other way to end it. There's not are we still friends? <laughs> that's, a, that's the question that you ask. Are we still friends? That's hilarious. That's how. It, that's really how it is. Are we still? And probably, are we still friends? Is something you ask after you, you know you ain't talked in a minute. <laughs> you know. Oh man, that's funny. But seriously, yeah, this is it's a beautiful finish. The album, it, the the baseline. And then, yeah, the, the pleading he does in this album, I love it. I don't know why, but it's just like, you asking, 
because it's almost like it's what you want to say but you keep it inside like it's what you're saying in your mind <laughs> that's what that's what a lot of this pleading sounds like <laughs> are we still friends can we be friends <laughs> he just, he just, he's a rolling boy he's he, he trying to you know it's, it's like you know it's over but you know you like you still got a connection to that person so you like we still friends oof i just heard it's it, there's like a bridge part where like he cuts he stops singing and he just like plays and like there's this part with some orchestra it's not, i don't know if it's like one of them orchestra buttons on a on a beat machine or whatever but like that just sounds good either way like that just sounds good it sounds fantastic it sounds like a movie like the little the little bridge part, if you know what I'm talking about. Like he he says, "Are we still friends?" You said forever, and then he and then he um and then he cuts, and then he's uh it's just like them playing somebody playing guitar, and it's like bam 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 bam, he's like meow oh that don't go stupid, and then he kicks it up to eleven. That man goes no 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 oh. And then he can he, he, that's that's the one that you bring the whole you bring everybody everybody in. We finna finish strong, boy. That's what that's, that's what I love that part, man. That's what as he said. La 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 la. Ooh, that junk goes stupid, boy. Cause then everybody comes in. Every it, it, it feel like he pressed every button on the co- on the keyboard. Was like wow. Are we still friends? Oh, that's my face. That's. That's one of my favorite lines in the whole thing. Um, I found peace in drowning, and then um, there's this. And he said, um, what did he say? I don't want to end the season on a bad episode. Nah. Ooh. Try to keep it clean, guys. Try, try it, at least. Ooh, man. That joint. Ooh. I don't want to end the season on a bad episode. I felt that, man. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like any... Ending a relationship feels like ending a season on a bad episode. And you trying you trying to clean it up, you know, towards the end, but it's like the deed's already done. It's all it's a wrap. It's over. That's that's really all it is. The 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 saying, can we still be friends? That's all it's really that's all you're really trying to do is trying to finish the season on a good episode, but it's too late. Season's over. That's real. And I really like that. Yeah, always still friends. That is, a, I love listening to that song. I don't know why, but it's just, it's just, a, it's a good song. This whole album is great. But yeah, that's a, that's that's um, that's pretty much Igor. Besides the songs I left out there, yeah, that's that's pretty much the meat of Igor. Um, man, I love that album. And now uh, is my favorite part. Um, uh, I talk about um, the artist's effect on me and. Um, my development as a fan of music and i guess we should start at the beginning um my first real well my first subconscious interaction with tyler creator was really um where was i i was in high school maybe thir- 2013 2014 maybe and i saw an odd future sweatshirt and i was first of all i was like of what does of mean and why is it a donut <laughs> Like that could be a whole nother discussion in himself, the 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 social long term impact of odd future. But that was I guess that was that was my first like I was like, I mean it's cool I guess. But that was the thing about me growing up, the people who liked Tyler the Creator 
like I didn't really like them so I didn't really have a good avenue to his music and also even if I did hear his music in great detail I didn't I wouldn't have liked it I know myself in high school I didn't like Tyler the Creator I liked a little bit of Earl Sweatshirt a little bit I, I did mess with a couple of Earl Sweatshirt songs in high school but like I didn't know anything about our future Tyler the Creator and it wasn't until probably maybe about two that probably around that same time somewhere around there I don't know when my adults went picked it up but it, my first real experience with Tyler the Creator was um was uh Loiter Squad that that midnight show on Adult Swim and m- younger me was very strict on what what shows I watched like I was you know Adult Swim I was like Ameri- uh, Family Guy ignore ignore whatever was coming on before wait for Family Guy wait for Cleveland Show wait for American Dad and then we go to bed I don't really go to I just fall asleep on the couch and then I, I'd wait and then one night I woke up and it was like 12 1 in the morning I was like what am I looking at and why am I having a good time because <laughs> normally that kind of zany wacky kind of stuff I'm not into like I mean I wouldn't say I'm not into but normally it annoys uh, adult swim after 12 o'clock normally gets on my nerves but something about Lord of Squad, I really messed with it. Like I liked it. Like it was just, it was because it was black dudes just having a good time. Maybe that's what it was. But yeah, them brothers having a good time. So that was my first. Like I didn't even, I mean, I knew he was an artist, I guess. But I didn't really listen to his stuff. But you know, fast forward a little bit more. Um, maybe 2018, I was walking with my friend. Uh, shout out to Key, and um, we was talking about like if we could work with like any artist. Uh, who would it be and I said Chance the Rapper that was back when I was like a mega Chance the Rapper fan like and she said Tyler the Creator I was like Tyler the Creator I was like what that dude do? the Lorder Squad dude he ain't no genius what? why would you want to work with him like and <laughs> I thought that was so funny and then she made a playlist for me and it had uh, See You Again on there that's from his his previous album before that one I definitely we gonna, I'm not gonna get into too much detail cause I wanna make that it's own episode um, someday not immediately but yeah um, but yeah I was I was like is this Tyler Cra-? I was like who is this this ain't like the weird uh, the deep voice dude talking about um, nasty stuff and uh, weird things I didn't I was like who is this and I, I didn't really dig much deep into it I didn't listen to the whole album till later on which I'll talk about at a later date but but then after hearing that, it kind of put it back in my mind. Okay, Tyler Crater is somebody I I don't I, in the past I didn't really like him that much, but um, maybe keep an eye out. And then there was a whole bunch of hype for Igor, and I was like, okay. And then the and then the the, the trailer uh, for Igor thing came, and I was like, okay, this is annoying. <laughs> no, I listened to the I, no after no before this, I listened to the music. I watched the music video for See You Again. I was like, I like the song, but the music video is kind of weird. I don't get it. But then I was like, okay, we're gonna. I'm, I'm still digging with it. I really like the song, and so I kept it moving. And then, yeah, I saw I saw the trailer for Ego Steam. I, it was weird synth for like a whole minute. I was like, oh, he's pranking me. Okay, I'm done. And then I listened to the album, and I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> and then yeah, I listened to it. I listened to it for maybe about six months, and then I listened to um, uh, Flower Boy, fantastic also. But one thing I thought that was very interesting about him is when he talks, he talked about Flower Boy. Um, I guess uh, let me give a little bit more context. So apparently he had an album before it called Cherry Bomb, which he really loved. He had a really good time making it. He was very happy about it. He wasn't the weird bummed out talking about drugs and rape 
or whatever he was talking about you know weird stuff it was just making music and it critically it did terribly and i think that had a very big effect on him because he'll talk about how much so everybody hated it they they hated that album they hated it and like he always he, whenever he brings it up that he talks about how much everybody hates. i think i don't want to speak on him because i don't i mean I, I this is just what i believe happened it could be completely different i'm not trying to say throw shade or anything like that but it seems like after not flower boy after um cherry bomb i think he i think it put a little fear in his heart to you know put his all into the into the music you know not worry about what people think and just make music i think it made him stop doing that for a minute so because he even said with flower boy he was worried about what people thought he wanted to make cool songs to make it do well and he he said himself he's like the the uh, flower boy is very tame you know and he said it's not even and like and he just said it wasn't even a bad thing. I don't even think that's a bad thing. I think Fireboy was great for what it was, but in I think subconsciously or maybe literally, he was afraid to put his all his whole heart into it. You know, the things that he thought would be a little bit too weird, too out of the way. You know what I mean? And like he said, he's with this album, he said, I'm just gonna do it. He said everything that I was afraid to do in Flowerboy, I'm just gonna do it in Igor. And it sounds like it. It sounds like a hundred percent him. He said it's the first album he was hundred percent confident about. Like it was all him, no thinking about what was cool, what was popular, what was popping, what he wanted to like. He just made his. And ironically, it made his greatest album ever, arguably. And I, li- I, I, it was, and when Spotify did their yearly drop of, you know, uh, everybody's most popular, like, Earthquake was like my most listened to song of like 2019, like no cap, like, uh, <laughs> like I really love this album. It's, it's, fan- it's fantastic, and I go back and listen to it all the, all the time. And like my other f- most favorite albums, I have to put it away because I'm gonna ruin it for myself, and I, I come back to it. But yeah, I'm glad I got to come back to it for this. Uh, I definitely got to give Cherry Bomb a listen because I'm really curious. Because I've heard a couple songs. I heard the song um, Effin' Young. Um, I thought that was really good. But I need to give that a listen. Flyboy's fantastic. Um, so Igor was really my first real deep dive experience into Tyler Creator. Because, yeah, even even when I hear his other stuff, like Yonkers and stuff, I did not like that stuff. When I remember, I heard Yonkers once when I was a kid. Well, when it came out, and I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Like, I, I like... Uh, I, I don't know if that makes me a fake fan or what. I don't really care, but that's just how I feel. I didn't really mess with it. But, yeah, Igor, that's my type of title the creator. Grown, grown man Tyler because he, he said himself he's like I'm not that little kid anymore that's trying to mess with the man and make people upset and do stuff you know whatever he's not odd future anymore you know what I mean he's grown he's he's grown is he like 20 something he's like 20 26 um hold up hey Siri how old is Tyler the creator who's who's Paula Creamer I said I said Tyler the creator <laughs> Paula, well, Paula Kramer's uh, 33 years old, guys. I love Tyler Gray. He's he's great. Hey, he's almost 30. He's 29. You, what was a, what, could you imagine if you were hell responsible for what you did at 18 for the rest of your life? Like, you are a stupid kid. You didn't know. 
knows now. I mean, he's still confident and abstract. It does whatever it feels like. And it's kind of weird, but he's not. He's not the same dude. He's grown up. Y'all gotta let him grow up. He's he's changed since those days of making silly music. You know, I wasn't into that. That was a different person. And I wasn't into that person. That just was my opinion. Other people were into it because people were like spazzy emos or whatever. Why did that sound so mean? I didn't even mean it like that. I just meant like people really vibe with this anti-establishment kind of style. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made it sound like it's bad to be emo. I ain't got no problems with it. I just said that was the type, those type, those are the type of kids that were into it. And like, I grew up in a predominantly black area in high school. So that's also a reason why it didn't really pop off. I was in, in Atlanta and trap music was going on. And yeah, dudes who liked his music back then really got on my nerves. I didn't like them. Not because of that, but just like their personality. They were just weird. Not weird in a fun way. I was weird in a fun way. Well, sometimes I was weird in a not fun way. But they were weird, weird, like in a not fun way. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. But I'm kind of rambling at this point. But um, yeah, I guess to pretty much sum it all up, Igor is a fantastic album, top to bottom. He's very vulnerable, very honest. It takes a lot of risk, and I feel like it paid off. And all I can say is I can't wait to see. Oh, and another thing he said is, you know, I'm on, I didn't even talk about it. He um, he self-produced this entire album. So essentially everything top to bottom was, was his vision. And he was the first artist to go number one or something and fully self-produced, fully whatever out. Essentially, this is his, he talked about him, it's all him. And he said the reason he did that and he put it on the cover and made sure everybody saw it was he wants to do more things like make movies and make scores for movies and stuff. Like, that's his vision. And, like, I got some dreams in the future, and I won't spoil it now. We'll get there once it's all put into place. But I might try to... Well, not might. I'm definitely going to try to get in touch with him to to write the music for my movie. That's I'm putting that, putting that into the universe. You're going you're gonna to see it one day. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And hope, hope, he, hope he agrees. <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of rambling at this point. Yeah, let's sum it up one more time. Igor, fantastic album. Check it out. It's great. I love it. You'll love it. If you don't already love it, we've already talked about it. If you have any points you want to bring up, let me know. Hit me up in the social medias. Follow me. Follow the podcast. Subscribe. Follow whatever. Yada, yada, yada. I love y'all. Like, no cap. Anybody who listens to this, you're a real one. And I say thank you. Because you are a true friend. And are we still friends? I'm going to say yes. So, and to my friends, I say continue to tell your truth as I continue to tell my truth. Thank you. And